0: Hello and welcome back to Take 97, a film podcast with me, your host, David Ingram. Today is a special bonus episode of the podcast, which has been brought to you in collaboration with the Oxford Human Rights Festival. Uh, and that is, as of the recording of this episode, going into its 19th year. If you're not listening when this has originally gone out, don't worry, there's still an ongoing human rights festival in which you know you can keep up with all their uh, goings-on events and talks and other projects that they're involved in via their social medias and their websites and I will link those into any of our social media posts as well as this episode goes out. Uh, Just to give you a brief bit of background the Oxford Human Rights Festival I've been brought in as a podcaster a film podcaster to talk to you guys about a specific film that raises specific issues surrounding human rights and their aim as a human rights festival is to raise awareness of human rights issues through the arts, which includes film, performance, talks, workshops, and exhibitions. Now, as you can tell from that little list that I've just read out there, I am basically, I cover two of those. I do talking, and this is a film podcast, and I'm going to be doing a film review for you today, um, but also just sort of highlighting it as a text that you should really watch because it's quite an important film, and it is quite a recent film as well. And it is a film called For Sama. A film which came out not too long ago, so in 2019, this film was released, uh, and it made a big splash at the Oscars, Baftas, everywhere, pretty much on the uh, critically acclaimed circuit. So it it was nominated. I believe it was nominated for an Oscar. It didn't win the Oscar, but it was nominated for the best documentary feature at the Oscars, uh, and it also has made a big splash at the British Independent Film Awards as well, and so many many more uh, critically acclaimed establishments uh, noting it as a really important documentary piece now on the film podcast usually i talk to you about fiction films but i'm deciding on this episode and in future episodes i shall go into talking about various uh, documentary features because documentary is probably i would say the most overlooked in terms of films i know there's a lot of people out there who love documentaries i love a good documentary you know relating to certain topics and that's some people's tastes um but i feel with this one particularly it's a very important message uh so just to give you a brief for sama uh 2019 it's a it follows it's a film obviously a documentary film and it follows the long struggle during out in syria specifically in the uh town of Ale- in the city of aleppo uh, and it's it's a very hard-hitting piece of of film i would highly recommend you watch it because any everyone who doesn't like if you don't know what the situation in is in aleppo then i or just current events you know if you're really one of those people that doesn't watch the news and such and you're not really or you're only just sort of discovering aspects of human rights and various other parts of the world that you know and their issues as well as the ones locally to you i would say definitely check this one out because it really does give a very harsh cold reality check on the situation in aleppo and it's really it's quite it's a very difficult watch i will not lie to you it's not a happy film i mean documentaries nine times out of ten most of the time their topics aren't really they're not meant to be happy they're meant to have some sort of a moral message um i think with this film it really does shine uh, a light on these issues uh particularly relating to uh political corruption uh and people rising up against a regime that is politically corrupt uh and how people have tried to fight against the system um but ultimately have struggled and I, I'm not gonna sit here and say I understand completely, because I've not lived through these experiences, but I would say uh, watching a documentary like Force Armor, it definitely gives you a great sense of perspective into the uh, and a great vision, uh, like a viewpoint, point of view of what these people have gone through. Nothing can truly can compare to what these people have gone through, because you're literally just watching Ward, what she has filmed over the course of so many mi- over the course of so many about five years, uh, starting off in 2012, where she was uh, studying at university in Aleppo. Uh, she her parents warn her against going to Aleppo to study because they worry about the situ the ongoing situation and these political and social unrest uh, in the in Aleppo itself and you know, she says, no, I want to go and learn. I want to go here. I don't see why not. Because, uh, you know, and because she, she's in the opening of the documentary, we get introduced to Wad, uh, our narrator, as very much a, you know, she's a headstrong, very powerful, independent uh, woman that is determined on what she wants to do in life. And if that means going to study in a particularly potential dangerous area, what this, what our director, what the narrator of the documentary, um, then that's what she has to do. As the film goes on, we discover, you know, that she has regrets. She also has some regrets about like certain aspects of her journey over the five years that are told in the documentary itself. Um, but then she has no regrets relating to certain parts. Um, but it's quite, I would say a lot of that's because of the raw emotions that are brought out into the playing field of this documentary Um, it's put together very interestingly actually because a lot of it is uh, there's an interesting part of the documentary where I think it's just one of the uh, civilians everyday people is walking by and and talks about make sure you film this you need to film this and that that's repeated a lot throughout the entire film to the audience in a, a voiceover narration that the reason why she's filming is because she feels it's important and it needs to be documented. And you know, I'm not just saying this for the sake of it. She is absolutely right. The sort of things that are no one should have to watch them uh, and experience them, but they're happening. So you have to really sort of tune in into what is being said and what is being shown because this is not oh, like you know, when people think of documentaries, you think, or oh, maybe it's just like a, uh, the struggles of like a, a, a famous person or, you know, uh, something about history that's long gone. Now, usually documentaries, nine times out of 10, are made about things that have happened in the past. Whilst Forsama does tell the story of something that's happened in the past, and it looks at events from 2012 all the way up to 2016. You don't, it, it's still, it's an ongoing problem. It's a problem that needs to be addressed and something that hasn't been fixed overnight just because of this documentary, it still needs attention and uh, with the Assad regime and so forth. And we see this, all of this terrible, uh, we we see bombings, we see death on a mass scale, uh, dead bodies in detail, we just see them there, they're filmed uh, to be shown to the world to see this is what is being done to innocent civilians, children, women, working people doctors, people who aren't politicians, they're just, you know, everyday civilians. And they've been affected by the tragedy that is this horrible regime. And it's genuinely like if you're easily susceptible to really like heart-wrenching, really sad and tragic stories that are fictional, you will be really, really devastated watching this because this is a hundred percent fact. And i would say go go into it with not an open mind but go into it with a a sense of i'm ready to experience something that's not going to be very easy something that i can't relate to but that's something that is actually happening and it's it's a cold reality like i said before it's a harsh cold reality for people and like i can't i can't honestly relate to any of this because i can't because of my background i have a bias on that respect i am you know privileged uh, to not have lived that life but these people including sama who is the daughter of uh, our director so wad uh she is uh, she's basically made this film the reason why the film's called for sama is because the film has been made for sama and it's constructed really it's interesting in a way because although it's a documentary and you know, it addresses serious issues uh, about a political corrupt regime. It also kind of covers a lovely like it's been encompassed in in a way that's this film is a gift. It's a gift to say, don't forget Aleppo because uh, obviously, I encourage people to watch it, but it ends with uh, it ends with the ending of like some some people leaving Aleppo and Aleppo being completely consumed by the regime and it not really looking like what it used to be for people who maybe lived there, say, I want to see even 10 years ago, maybe five years ago, you know, before the mass bombings and the shellings and every other political uh, regime that's tramped all over the the lives of these civilians. And in the end, ultimately, this film is a test is a real testament to Ward, our director and uh, f- filmmaker. She she films everything on this camera. She shows us all the. Uh, she ends up marrying a doctor called Hamza, uh, her husband, uh, who runs a hospital which he and he set up with some friends of hers. They set up a hospital to help treat the wounded from the shelling's uh, and just in general. Uh, there's a really tragic moment in the film in which we see uh, we see these uh, like the hospital being having to move and relocate because the original hospital building is targeted and i would say that is probably the most heart-wrenching moment where you see somewhere a place of healing and rehabilitation somewhere that people would say is a safe haven in some respects taken away from them just like that And I just, it's hard for me to sort of process because, I mean, I've processed it, but it's hard for me to express how, I think the only way you can really experience this film and experience the emotions, even if, you know, like me, like most of us who are probably listening to this podcast, you can't relate to it. But at the same time, you can at least understand a little bit of what they've gone through just because of this film and like i said it it goes across these five years the film goes back and forth between time nine timelines so we see uh, we start off the film in what i would think would be the present day when Ward is making the film and basically telling the story of what happened to her how she met her how she met sama's father and became someone part of the rebellion who wants to go against this re- the Assad regime. And there's not much more I can say really about the emotion and the story and the meaning behind it because I think you should watch the film to truly understand it. But that's all I'm going to say on that. Overall, great watch. I would say it's really informative, as a documentary should be, because it's got so many connections to so many people and it's not just um the story of sama's uh, mum and dad they are you know there's their friends their family um in particular there's a lady called afra who runs an education who runs a little school uh for the kids uh in aleppo before the ending of the film before the concluding events of the moments we see in the documentary which i won't i won't say too much because i feel you guys should watch it first uh, so you get like Afro, who runs this, uh, a very strong, positive lady. Uh, you know, all of them are seen to be broken at some point or another. But this lady, I think at one point Afra is described as being quite optimistic, and you know, she she seems genuinely like, as well as Ward, who is making the film and showing us everything through her camera. You know, quite headstrong women in the sense that they're keeping the momentum going and. They're trying to keep everyone else's lives going, keep the positivity up, even though it's against all odds. And Afra, you know, she finds that she tries to teach the children in her little school cluster because there's a couple of schools in Aleppo, but she runs one of them, and she's a very powerful force in the film in a way because obviously we we get told everything through this narration, voiceover narration, and also just through the eye line of Ward, who presents us with this film of essentially a portion of her life, like five years and one hour 40. Uh, and it's just from joy to tragedy, back to joy, to more tragedy. And it, it, the way I just, I simplified that really badly, but you can't make this up because everything, all the wonders but also tragedy of life are crammed into this one hour 40 minute documentary uh, you know you get you get to see our narrator get married you get to see you know success with the the saving of lives and the longevity of everything you you get to see all of this and in the end ultimately this film presents you know the harshest reality of all when civilians are treated like cattle and very badly by a corrupt political regime and I would say that's all I can provide you with really it's a very powerful very moving film and I would say you need to watch it to experience what I'm trying to say here very very inaccurately but I'm trying to say here that it's something that needs to be addressed and continued to be exposed really so you know open the conversation the more people talk about stuff like this even if they don't understand it fully yet just to start with just to open that conversation just to say hey do you understand what this what's going on here if not watch this it's not textbook it's not the bible of all bad experiences in the world, you know, cause there's lots of things going on in the world, but this is just one story of one woman and her family and friends and how they've managed to get through a very difficult time in their lives, but also something that none of us would ever want to experience. And for her as well, it's more poignant in the sense that we get a slice of her normal everyday life at the beginning in her university days. And she starts off as a very optimistic, headstrong young woman, and then she goes to the end of the. We get to the end of the documentary, and we see she's matured. She's worried. She's a mother. She's a mother of two in the end. And in reference to Afra, who uh, who's um, very close with our filmmaker in this in this story, uh, close friends with Ward. I am actually, if you look on the Oxford Human Rights Festival channel there should there is a short 20 odd minute interview which myself and Elizabeth Lasker uh, from the Oxford Human Rights Festival have conducted so I would definitely say that you know if you want to get a bit more perspective as well as watching the documentary uh, I'd say listen to that interview so you can hear what someone who's actually involved with in those moments within the film and who's actually in the documentary itself. So she actually lived through the moments that you see on screen, Um, see what she, you know, how she feels and what she can provide everyone in terms of her knowledge. And uh, that's all I can really say about the film, really. It's, you know, it's an emotional watch. It's very, you know, whilst fiction films are entertaining, this one is very informative. It's heartbreaking. I wouldn't say watch this if you expect, like it it doesn't end sadly, but in a way, because you know, it's not a case of the film was made and you know, the narrator has not been able to sort of compile it together and tell her story. It was never found. It was, you know, this has been sent out, this has been distributed by Channel 4 and a couple of other close-knit companies they've put this film together itn news as well i believe uh, and this is available to watch right now as we speak on all four on the on-demand service in the uk uh, on channel four's video on-demand service so i would say highly recommend watching that and i believe it's on other services as well other um so i think i imagine it's on amazon as well if you want to go and get it there but it's also on Uh, like I said, Channel 4, and it's made as a Channel 4 ITN news production because it's factual and it really does bring out the, you know, the truth of the matter that only a documentary could because you can make a film about terrorism, uh, you know, and struggles of of an individual or a group of individuals uh, in a fictional framework but none of them will be as compelling or as well heartbreaking. I would say actually more likely more heartbreaking um, than any of these these kind of films. No, absolutely not. It's a the, this film is you can understand why it has got it has gained so much attention in terms of its uh, critical success for awards and such. But I think the awards are secondary because the message of this film is truly the highlight of the film itself you know I don't go into this film thinking oh look at that cinematography look at that oh the camera works shaky it's not the point the point of the film is the message behind it and the ongoing change that needs to happen so that's a very sort of (laughs) me saying you should watch it if you don't want to watch it that's fine that's your prerogative but it's a film out there that's about current events if you want to sort of widen your horizons and really understand a portion of what someone else has gone through and you want to know what's going through like issues within the world and you are or if you're just getting into human rights and you're slowly developing an interest in the subject matter and various other issues within the world and you're very into that and you want to do something more than just watching the art the news or just looking up stuff yourself Uh, for articles and books. If you want something that's a bit different and it's a film and you're into visual media, I would highly recommend For Sama. And it's just, uh, I I can't say anymore. It's just heartbreaking. And, you know, we we see so many, there's so many, I say highlights, like key moments within the film. So we see the moment that Sama gets married, like I said before, uh, when she gives birth to, uh, sorry, uh, Ward gives birth (laughs) uh, to Sama. Uh, when she gets married and the airstrikes uh, particularly is very harrowing because they use news footage footage from cctv cameras as well from uh, hospitals and buildings that get blown up and quite frankly it's the most it's even more frightening than watching a scary horror film because this is reality and that's the whole key to this documentary it's that reminder that it is real but at the end of the film we do see kind of a happy ending for Sama and Ward and Hamza and their newborn baby, uh, because they are together and they do they do get out, but they do get out of the Aleppo boundaries from the regime. But that wasn't by choice. It wasn't by choice, and I can't say any more other than watch the film because it's a very important film, and that's all I've got to say on the episode now for Take ninety seven a film podcast that's a wrap on this review with the in collaboration with the oxford human rights festival if you want to find out on the social media channels on their on their websites find out more about what the oxford human rights festival does i will put a link into one of our tweets and one of our uh, instagram posts and i'll get you to follow on to their social media accounts and then you can follow the journey look at their content there's lots of brilliant content coming out um i'm actually a podcast consultant on a couple of their uh, student podcasts that are from oxford Brookes university who are collaborating with them and i would say give them all a give them a little check out and also there's the interview with afra uh, who was in the documentary itself and which i will be conducting a short 20 minute interview with Elizabeth Lasker, who's uh, running everything in the Oxford Human Rights Festival, is one of the people dedicated to the cause. Uh, and I would say, so that's on the Oxford Human Rights Festival podcast. But for now, that's a wrap on this episode of Take 97, a film podcast with me, your host, David Ingram. And uh, please tune in again, once again, to another episode of the podcast with many more film reviews, movie news, and discussions about films uh including ones like this one very important ones with strong messages so for now i wish you a good day guys and i'll see you on the next episode see you later